Good morning, Ohio. It's James Lewis, This Dream House, the show that is all about the house. We're excited for our guest today, Dr. Burtley. He is the host of QED with Dr. B, and of course, he also runs COSI. Doc, thank you for joining us today. Mr. Lewis, it's an absolute pleasure to be on your show. So what is COSI? So COSI stands for the Center of Science and Industry, and it's a science museum that has hands-on interactive exhibits for people of all ages. And I'm proud to say in February of 2020, USA Today ranked COSI the number one science museum in the nation. Nice. That is awesome. I was a little worried, though, because with the C, I always thought it was Columbus. Yeah, a lot of people think that. Um, it's actually for the center of science and industry, but um, but we are loved in Columbus, so I really appreciate the Columbus community appreciating that C. Oh, definitely. Yeah, I was going to say, you got a great uh, spot up there. Now, of course, uh, obviously, you get a lot of people from Ohio, a lot of our listeners coming to visit you. But besides that, you have the other 49 states that I understand someone from every state has come to visit. Yeah, I mean, the lion's share, you know, back to your C standing for Columbus, the lion's share is from central Ohio and Ohio. You know, we pull from Cincinnati, we pull from Cleveland, we pull from all um, of the 88 counties in Ohio. But interestingly enough, we have um, folks who come all the way from Texas and Vermont and and Wyoming and Washington State. I mean, people literally come from across the country. Um, And one of the reasons for that is people are traveling a lot more to Columbus. Columbus is kind of central in the United States, and they say it's roughly eight hours drive from 75 to 80% of the country. So a lot of people come to Columbus just for tourism. And if you come to Columbus, you got to come see COSI. Exactly. Yeah, I was going to say, I know with next month or the following month, yeah, next month, normally the start of the month is crazy busy up there for the Arnold. Unfortunately, this year they had to postpone it. But there's always something good going on up in uh, Columbus, Ohio. You know, it's it's really funny you say that. I'm not um, a native of Columbus, but I like to say I'm I'm of Columbus, um, and this mm-hmm. is definitely my home, and I love it. I'm not moving anywhere. But um, yeah, when I moved here, I didn't realize how many cool things come to Columbus. You know, so one, you mentioned the Arnold, the number one largest kind of bodybuilding strength, you know, competition in the world is right here in Columbus. Um, they have the largest Pride Festival in the country is right here in Columbus. You know, we have um, fantastic restaurants, fantastic sport teams. We hosted the NCAA Women's Finals, which arguably was the best basketball in the history of college basketball. I mean, there's a lot of cool things that are in this city, which is fun. That is awesome. So what is STEM? So STEM stands for Science, Technology, engineering and math. And then sometimes you'll hear, um, James, you'll hear people use the word STEAM, and so they, that stands for science, technology, engineering, arts, and math, and they like to integrate the arts in the program. And really, what it is, is just a moniker for the importance of science and technology, especially in our education system. And, and the reason why it's gaining such popularity is today, James, you can't wake up in the morning and get throughout the day without specifically being impacted by science and technology. Whether you pull out the phone to see what folks tweeted, whether the Fuji is genetically modified, the clothes you wear, material scientists and engineers have figured out how to make these things stain resistant. You know, if you're driving your car, you don't pull out a paper map anymore. You're using, you know, um, GPS. I mean, it's all around us, let alone the, the medicines that, that heal our loved ones and, and things like vaccines of the pandemic. And so science is all around us. And what, what the world has understood is that we got to make sure, you know, everybody gets 
it's a little it increases their science literacy a little bit. But especially in the K through 12 space, we got to make sure our kiddos, you know, have the chance to think about careers in, in, in STEM. And 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 again, this is not asking every kiddo in the K through 12 space, oh, you need to be a PhD scientist. Not at all. I mean, you can go to a two-year community college and get a technical degree and start at seventy or eighty thousand dollars. I mean, so there's a lot of employment. There's a lot of of how it impacts us. And so they came up with this moniker called STEM. It actually came out of um, of all places, the National Science Foundation coined that term about 30 years ago, and now it's very popular. So in other words, STEM's kind of the, the wave of the future. It's, uh, well, I mean, it's also a lot of uh, what's currently going on, but basically it impacts everyone's life, it sounds like. Yeah, I mean, you know, I mean, look, there, there are a few people that live off the, the grid. You know, I would love at some point, James, to have a tiny house somewhere off the grid and, and do that for a little bit because it sounds fun and you can decompress. But short of being off the grid, we are literally, as a world, not just as Columbus, not Ohio, not just a nation, but as a world, we're so dependent, as you said, on science and technology. So let's make sure people have an opportunity to think about it a little more, appreciate it a little more, and those who want to pursue careers at any level. And it's just a huge opportunity in terms of economic development, job opportunity, um, and growth. So it seems like technology is really connecting us. Now, I understand COSI also connects people. Tell us about uh, COSI Connect. Yeah, so I, so, I, so I told you, Ms. Lewis, we, we, we were voted in February, the, in February 2020 the number one science museum in the nation. And one month later in March, we were the number one science museum in the nation that closed. <laughs> and so, um, you know, we love opening our doors. We love having, you know, kiddos and families and adults having that hands-on experience. But when we closed, like most every other institution due to the pandemic, we wanted to make sure we still connected with the community with the COSI experience. So we launched this, or this, this um, platform that you talked about. About called COSI Connects. And we talk about COSI Connects connects you to a universe of science. And what it is, it's basically our website, but it's this web portal that has all these free stuff. So you can actually do these virtual tours of some of our exhibits, our dinosaur gallery, our little kid space, our energy exhibit, and about three other exhibits. You can actually go through for free online and do these, these virtual tours. And it's not just a walkthrough, but there's all these activated QRC codes or different things that you can click on with your mouse and give you access to a lot more information. So that's one. And then two, we really thought about the, the challenging K-12 landscape. You know, how can COSI help teachers, help parents, help kiddos? And so on our website at COSIConnects.org, we have all these resources that are hands-on interactive activities that are correlated pre-K to grade 8 to the Ohio Science Learning Standards. And that's really important because when a teacher has to teach something, they have to go through a checklist of did they meet this standard, did they meet that standard. And so we've done all that work for them. And we're saying, hey, you watch this video and do this activity, you're hitting these three standards for earth science or these four standards for, for biosciences or what have you. And so, you know, that's part of our COSI Connects universe. And then we have a bunch of other really cool videos, you know, how do you want to engage in citizen science? So you as the average person, if you want to participate in a science endeavor or science project, you can by clicking on our icon and checking it out. And then just a bunch of other fun stuff. That is awesome. So is it just part of the museum that you can do uh, virtual exhibits or is it the whole thing? Yeah, it's, it, what we did, it's, it's part of the museum. I mean, we have a 320,000 square foot building in downtown Columbus. We have a massive building. So we, we picked, you know, our top kind of seven um, really loved exhibits, and then those are the first ones we, we 3D filmed. So you, you can't necessarily go into the kitchen, um, and you can't necessarily go into the bowels of the garage or the, or the basement of the building, but that we thought was less attractive than seeing our cool exhibits. 
I know what you mean. No, definitely. Yeah, I was going to say there's yeah only so much, and I mean it sounds uh, phenomenal though that uh, people can learn uh, at home and at a safe place. Yeah, I mean that's you know like everybody else, we want to make sure, or at least we want to contribute to, to, to helping people, right? I mean we're a science museum or science center, but more than that, James, we're a cultural institution, and the purposes of zoos and museums and and botanical gardens and art museums and history museums and, and science museums is is really to help the culture, you know, help, help society in whatever way we can. And so we wanted to make sure that if you're, you know, quarantined, you're tired of being at home, hey, at least COSI had some really cool experiences for you um, virtually. But then the other piece um, about our COSI Connects is we also came up with a hands-on experience because that is our bread and butter, right? We love people to come in the building and press a button, pull a lever, and they have that aha moment. So we also created this COSI Connects Learning Lunchbox, and it's a hands-on kit that can be delivered to your home, and you have five different activities, there's essentially five different big experiments that you can do. And we have a nature kit, a water kit, a space kit, a dinosaur kit, and um, and a human body kit. And so that's a way, back to your point about making sure people can have experience in the house, we didn't want to just have an online experience. We wanted to make sure you can do something hands-on, which is what we're famous about, and you can do that through our COSI kits. That is awesome. Now, you mentioned uh, the underserved communities. Obviously, an important uh, thing at this time with, you know, everything going on in the world is being able to donate and help and give back. Tell us about how people that donate, our listeners that can donate to uh, COSI can help change lives. Yeah, this is great. And to that, I want to thank all you donors and all your future donors because we, we've lived, um, we've been able to get through this because of your generous support. You can go to cosi.org and just look for donate. There's donate buttons all over our website. So again, cosi.org and just look for the donate button and you can donate individually. But I also want to give a special shout out to the city of Columbus, Franklin County, a few other counties and the state of Ohio because they too have, to your point, James, have really supported COSI's effort by them underwriting these kits. So the end users, you know, kids in shelters, kids in foster care, kids from the toughest zip codes and some of the most struggling schools can get these kits for free in their hands. And so, you know, your donations are critical. Um, they make a big difference. Um, we like to say at COSI, we're not just standing at the corner with our hand out, but we're delivering really cool programs. So the more you help us, the more we can do those. That is awesome. So we have where they can learn in person at COSI. We have where they can learn online. We have where they can get the boxes. But what about a TV show, a fun educational TV show that they can watch at, I don't know, say 730 at night? Do you have anything in mind? <laughs> we have something in mind for you. We're so excited to announce the launch of uh, the nation's first science museum PBS primetime television show. And I, and I want to stress that because there are a lot of great the science shows out there, you know, Nova, Nat Geo, there's a bunch of good stuff out there. But we're the first science museum that we know of that actually partnered with a PBS affiliate, WOSU, here in Columbus, to actually have a primetime TV show. And the reason why that's so important, James, is, you know, a lot of science shows out there are good, but a lot of times you have a host or hostess that's interviewing this famous scientist or engineer, and a lot of times they speak in a vocabulary that kind of goes over your head. We at COSI are all about getting people to understand science, right? That's what science museums do. So we're able to work with these scientists and not dumb it down. We're not talking about dumbing down like your two-year-old, but we are talking about deconstructing cutting-edge science topics and advancement in sciences so that everybody can, uh, can understand. And it's an adult program, though kids can follow along as well, but it's really geared for adults to get people to say, hey, science is really cool. It's called QED, 
which stands for quad erat demonstratum, which is a Latin term that really translates into quite easily demonstrated, and is what mathematicians and philosophers and, and physicists used to do in like the 13th, 14th, 18th century after they would write a proof. So it's kind of like, oh, we wrote this proof, da-da, it's demonstrated. So that's the concept. Um, and it's called QED with Dr. B. Um, I'm typically known as Dr. B, and so I'm the host. Really exciting. It's every Wednesday, 7.30 p.m., so it's tonight, 7.30 p.m., um, and it's on WSU. You can go to WSU.org. You can find out all the information about it, or you can go to COSI.org. But it's really a great science show that breaks down important stuff that's relevant today for all of us. Nice. So for our listeners in Columbus, they can watch it on TV, and then for our listeners in Cincinnati, they can watch it online. Absolutely. Go to WOSU.org, and you can get the link right there. Awesome. Speaking of uh, websites, speaking of uh, social media, where what is COSI's social media? What is their website? So our uh, listeners can go there, buy tickets, buy memberships, and come up and enjoy uh, spending time at COSI. And Absolutely. Thanks for asking that. You can go to COSI.org, C-O-S-I. Dot org, and you click on that, and you can get access to our Facebook, our Snapchat, our Instagram. You can get access to all of that. You can follow us at COSI. That'll work as well. But um, just go to COSI.org. You can find all of our handles. And thanks again to all you listeners um, to listen to this great program, first of all. I'm a huge fan of James. Um, and then thank you for those of you who donate um, to support COSI and the other cultural institutions that you support. That is awesome. Thank you, Doc. We enjoyed having you on the show. You got it. Absolutely my pleasure. Anytime you want to have me back, I'm here for you, James. Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom is your kitchen appliance headquarters. Save 30 to 60% every day on everything from LG and GE to KitchenAid and Samsung. If you're considering upgrading your home appliances or mattresses, stop at any one of Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom locations. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory has largest Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and Sealy selection. Visit ApplianceFactory.com. Welcome back, Ohio. Our next guest is John Reap. John, thank you for joining us today. My pleasure. Thanks for having me. How you doing? Doing great. When and where will you be performing in Columbus, Ohio? Yes, uh, thank you. I'll be at the Funny Bone in Columbus, Ohio. That's at the East Town Easton Mall area. I have um, two shows Friday, two shows Saturday, two shows Sunday, Valentine's Day. But the only show that you can get tickets for is the late show on Valentine's Day, Sunday, 9 p.m. They added that show because the other ones are already sold out. Um, so, yes, come see me Valentine's Day at 9 o'clock. That is awesome. So it sounds like uh, things are going like gangbusters. Yeah. I think people are really, really, really ready to get out of the house and laugh and have a good time after being cooped up for so long during this pandemic, and um, I couldn't be happier about it. I've always done well in Ohio. I don't understand why Ohio likes me so much. I mean, more so than North Carolina, where I live. (laughs) But, (laughs) But I love them right back. That is awesome. Speaking of Ohio, we have obviously Columbus, but uh, Cincinnati, who also listens to the program. Uh, Any uh, word on when you're going to be down there in Liberty Township? I was just there. Um, You guys just missed me. I was there January uh, 15, 16, and 17 um, at the Funny Bone and Liberty Township. I usually do that one about once a year, so I'll probably be back in about 11 months or so. 
So when was your big break? Um, well, there's probably different ones along the way. I think the first one would be uh, the Dodge truck commercials. I did like six national Dodge truck commercials over the years, and they were on like every television before you could fast forward through commercials, and they played these things all the time. So that was uh, that was a nice payday, and plus it was nice because uh, you know people were starting to recognize my face. Um, and the first commercial, I can give you a quick a quick montage. This is all six of those commercials, real fast. Here we go. <clears throat> Hey, I think you gotta hear me. You about to find out. Come on, man, floor it. Give me closer. I smell a hemi. That can't be good. Sweet. That's all six of them, and that awesome. lasted for about four or five years. <laughs> but that was the first thing where my face was on television a lot. And then from there, you went on to uh, win the last comic standing. Tell us about that. Yeah. So then I I, I was um, from there. I actually did a Comedy Central Presents, that's a half-hour special, and then I um, was uh, cast on a sitcom called Rodney that aired for two seasons on ABC. It came on, uh, it came on right after According to Jim, Jim Belushi's show, mm-hmm. and, it, and it did pretty good. And then I got on Last Comic Standing, I won that oh, wow. whole thing, season five, 2007, and uh, that really helped the career in terms of people knowing that I'm a stand-up comedian because everything I had done before that, you know, was kind of just like an actor, you know, just a guy in a commercial or a guy in a sitcom. The the half-hour special was was good, but I don't think as many people saw that as they did the commercials and the sitcoms. So I think most people just thought of me as a funny sort of rednecky actor until I ended up on Last Comic Standing and I won the whole thing. And then, then people started recognizing me as a stand-up, and they had my name, you know, behind me on the stage, John Reap. So people started putting a name to the face. And um, Last Comic Standing is, is what really um, keeps me working to this day. I mean, um, thanks to them, I can still tour as much or as little as I want, you know, before the pandemic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was going to say, it sounds like you've worked with some really great ones along the way. You mentioned Rodney Carrington and his show. Uh, obviously, recently you've done the uh, the Brad Paisley uh, Comedy Rodeo. Tell us, uh, what was it like doing the Comedy Rodeo? Oh, that was fun. So, Brad Paisley, he's a funny guy. You know, he's got a funny songs. He's, uh, he's always uh, trying to do funny jokes. These award shows that he hosts, the CMAs and CNT stuff. And he likes comedy. I'm his favorite comedians. And I happened to be one of them. And, uh, I mean, it was great. He threw me out to some of his gigs. We went to his house in Nashville. Uh, we came up with some funny songs, funny bits. And we taped it at a comedy club in Nashville called Zanies. And I think it went good. A lot of comedians came out and just did like a nice 10-minute little bit. And um, we had a good time. I think it's still on Netflix right now. It's called Red Things and Comedy Rodeo. Oh, nice. So it was at Zany's. I've heard great things about there. Yeah. Zany's is probably one of the best clubs in the country. It's been around for years. It's in Nashville, so it's just a fun city to be in. And um, the crowds are always great. Um, and you never know who's going to show up at your show. You know, it could be Red Paisley. It could be uh, a Kid Rock. 
Tony Keith, all these random people who uh, live in Nashville, they all love comedy. They just will show up sometimes. Nice. And then, of course, speaking of listening to things, uh, your album, Ginger Pain, uh, where can we listen to that? Ginger Pain is also on YouTube. Um, and I believe you can, uh, any any uh, service where you would uh, stream music, I believe you can get it there. I'm very proud of that. That's one of my, uh, my favorite albums that I've recorded. Recorded that in Charlotte. And there's a lot of great new comedy material in there for me. And um, a lot about uh, the trials and tribulations of growing up a redheaded, freckle-faced kid. So uh, on November 6th, you got the uh, big event coming up. you got the Reaps Peeps Cruise. Tell us about that. Oh, yes. that's Yes, November the 6th through the 11th. I'm taking a cruise. This will be year two. Last year we did a three-day cruise. This year we're doing a five-day cruise. We leave out of Port Canaveral on the 6th, and um, we, we have stops uh, at a private beach in Haiti. We go to Nassau, uh, and I'm doing karaoke with everybody, uh, a podcast, and a stand-up performance, and just a lot of meeting and greeting and hanging out in the hot tub with fans, and, and we're just going to have a good time. Um, yeah, that's November 6th through 11th. We're calling it the Weeks Peeps Comedy Cruise. So before we let you go, where on social media, where on the web, where can we find out more about you? Well, I'm everywhere. Uh, best place to start is at my website, go to johnreap.com. Uh, from there, you can see uh, my latest special on Amazon Prime called Ginger Beard Man. Um, my tour dates are right there. I'll be in Columbus, Memphis, Fort Worth, Texas. Um, you can click on my podcast, I do country-ish. And I also have a podcast with comedian John John Heffern called Heffern and Reap. Um, you can get information to the Reap Speeds Cruise. And there are also links to all the other social media platforms that I'm on, Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, all of it. I'm everywhere. Mostly just John Reap, J-O-N-R-E-E-P. Awesome, John. Thank you for joining us today. It was my pleasure, and I hope to meet you, man. You going to try and make it up to one of my shows? I'm going to try to make it up there, yeah, definitely. If not to Columbus, then next year when you're back in Cincinnati. Totally, yeah. Keep in touch with me and let me know. I'll make sure we make that happen. Sounds like a plan. Thank you, sir. All right. You have a good one. Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom is your kitchen appliance headquarters. Save 30 to 60% every day on everything from LG and GE to KitchenAid and Samsung. If you're considering upgrading your home appliances or mattresses, stop at any one of Appliance Factory of Mattress Kingdom locations. Plus, Mattress Kingdom inside Appliance Factory has largest Tempur-Pedic, Stearns & Foster, and Sealy Selection. Visit ApplianceFactory.com. Good morning, Ohio. James Lewis of This Dream House, the show that is all about entertainment. Joining us today is music star Raylan Nelson. Raylan, thank you for joining us today. Hey, thanks for having me, James. How you doing? Doing great. How did you get started in music? What did, you know? What inspired you to become a musician? You know, when I was a kid, my grandpa was always on the road. My grandpa is Billy Nelson, and I feel like he's probably my biggest musical influence as far as me seeing what he was doing <clears throat> and being like, I want to do that. That's what I want to do for work. And then, uh, did you ever see Wayne's World back yes. in the 90s? Mm-hmm. So do you remember and Cassandra? And the recent commercial. Uh-huh. Do you remember Cassandra, the girl that was the 
love interest of Wayne in the movie. Yeah. Uh huh. So her character totally inspired me. I wanted to be that girl when I was oh, cool. nine years old. So I'd say a mixture between Papa Willie and Cassandra from Wayne's World. <laughs> nice. And then the great thing, of course, not just Papa Willie, but everybody else in your family has uh, played music, it seems. I know. Everybody on my dad's side, for sure. Uh, my Uncle Lucas has a band, and they back Neil Young. And then my Uncle Micah is so good. He has Particle Kid he does on his own, and he plays with Lucas some, too. And then my Aunt Amy has Folk Uke with Kathy Guthrie, which is Arlo's daughter. And they have a great band. My Aunt Paula, I mean, yeah, we are all very much just writing songs constantly. And we all have our own different kind of sound, too. I think it's neat. That is awesome. I can imagine, I mean, just uh, it's got to be amazing when you have like a family get-together. Yeah, usually our family get-togethers are the 4th of July picnic that my grandpa puts on in Texas well before uh, the pandemic, you know. We didn't have it mm-hmm. this last year. And uh, it's like Farm Aid, you know. Usually it's those kind of things that end up being our family reunions because we're all scattered about and touring. That uh, We did get to do a Zoom call this year over Christmas. And that was neat. We all got to be on. There was like 25 faces on the Zoom call. Oh, cool. So it sounds like uh, the quarantine time you were able to use uh, for some benefit. Yeah, you know, it was pretty, other than the excitement of the pandemic and um, politically and stuff, it was kind of boring, you know, just being home all year long. We weren't able to play any shows. We did get to play one show. There's a place in Woodstock, Georgia, that has a great outdoor space, and they made it to where it was heated in the fall. So back in the fall, we did go play an acoustic show out there. So that was my last show. And I think that was the only show we did last year. I think we did one other show there. So two shows all together once the pandemic hit. And we were hitting hard January, February, and March. We were gone almost every, at least every other weekend, which is kind of unheard of in the wintertime, you know. But I'm glad we did because as soon as March 1st hit, that was, it was done. And I really miss it. I really miss playing shows. Um, it, there were times when I, I had to, like, force myself out of bed because there was, it's like, um, when you have shows booked, it's like a carrot that, a carrot that you're following. And I'm like, yay, I'm going to play a show. And when there's none booked, it's just kind of sad, you know. But um, I'm looking, but I, I'm hopeful for, since the vaccine's out, and my grandpa has shows planned in April, so I'm looking at those to see if they do those shows because they're real shows in theaters and he brings a lot of people. So if those happen, I I think I'll feel comfortable about getting out there, you know? Awesome. Yeah. I was going to say they, uh, we miss having you out there on the road, having you, you know, entertaining the fans, uh, definitely enjoyed, uh, the hometown rising performance that you did, uh, two years ago. Yeah. Yeah. You know, we, um, we're going to do, an R&B 420 extravaganza live stream show on 420 at 420 p.m. Central Time. And it'll be a live stream and also some of our uh, skits and bits we've created over the quarantine. And um, so I'm excited about that. But you know what? Live stream is just not the same thing as playing a show. There, You know, when you're on stage and there's people watching you, the energy is felt, you know, and then when you're in a live stream, it's kind of like you're practicing, but you can't mess up, <laughs> you know exactly. what I mean? Because it feels like nobody's there. 
Exactly. So it's got the um, at the added same time. Pressure. I really hope yeah. everyone wants to tune in to our live stream that we have planned. <laughs> awesome. And so you said that's going to be on April twentieth. Yeah, April twentieth at um, four twenty p.m. Central Time. Nice. And I'll be and- posting that all on my social media and stuff at Raylan Nelson Band on all the platforms. Any word when the new album's coming out? Okay, so what we're doing this year is we're putting a single out every other month or so. So our next single mm-hmm. is going to come out on 420, and we're going to premiere the video for it at the end of that 420 show. Oh, cool. And the last single we just put out is called A Friend. And um, so my – because I feel like this day and age we just want a new thing kind of – quickly you know and Mm -hmm. to give a song a little bit of life i want to put singles out and then at the end of the year i'll package it as a an album as an ep so or an album depending on how many we get out Mm -hmm. um so my next one is a story song and um it comes out on 420 as well awesome so it sounds like uh you know she got a lot of uh good uh content coming out this year Yes, and then also Georgette Jones-Lennon and I are starting a podcast together called Roots and Revelations. We're actually uh, recording them now and stockpiling them before we launch so they can launch appropriately weekly. And it's us interviewing kids of other famous families, and I'm very excited about that. So find that and start following because that's coming out really soon. Roots and Revelations. So, unfortunately, we have to let you go. Where on social media, where on the web, where can we find out more about the uh, Raylan Nelson Band? So, it's uh, RaylanNelsonBand.com and at Raylan Nelson Band everywhere else, except for Twitter because Twitter doesn't let you have a long one, so it's just at Raylan Nelson there. But, yeah, yeah, search me up to find all the things. We don't have many shows planned except for that 421 right now. And, uh, yeah, thanks so much for having me, James. I appreciate you letting me talk about what's going on. Hey, my pleasure. And then uh, next time you're going to be back in Ohio, definitely uh, touch base with us, and we'll have you on the show again. Okay. I would love to. Thank you. Thank you for listening, Ohio. We will talk to you next week on this Dream House.